Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york scrubbing in with becca tilly and tanya rad an iHeartRadio and two-time people's choice award-winning podcast hello everybody we're scrubbing in wow lots has happened since we were here last this last week has felt like a year in the best way i just Ew. Well, I just had a Celsius and it's so bubbly and I just didn't want to be disrespectful to you. Um, So anyways, yeah. So we had Mark's birthday, which was on Tuesday. Yeah. And then did you celebrate Saturday? What was the Saturday? We had a party here at the house and it was just absolutely perfect. And I couldn't have asked for anything more. It was wonderful. I did. I did. I know that you and Tanya were both cancers. Did I know this? Yes. Is it not we apparent? have discussed this. I yeah. don't know. Mark, I feel like, is a balance between you and I. He's not like an... Well, I don't know about men cancers, but... No, he's very cancery. Okay. Yeah. We're very emotional. Yeah, very. Um, yeah. Well, I have to get back to something else about you, too. And then... But uh, then we had Tanya's birthday, which was on Sunday, but we celebrated on Saturday. Correct. Because Red Star, who is still such a mystery to us all, 
<laughs> I just like calling him Red Star for continuity purposes at this point. You know what I mean? Right. Like, can we just switch it to his name? It's like... I know. Weird. And like he had shown up on the morning show on that in, in that uh, Instagram post on the um, what, what am I blinking on the morning show on air. Ryan yeah, on air. <laughs> and uh, what's the thing you do? Both of you? Yeah, on air Ryan that small show that y'all yeah. are part of. Um, and y'all kind of talked about like his name and he was like, you can call me whatever. So then when we were on the way to his house for the surprise, I was like, do I call him his name or Red Star? I'm so like conflicted now. I don't know. Um, I kind of like Red Star. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm into Red Star as like the podcast name. Yeah. Even though sometimes I say his full name on accident. Right. I, know, I don't know if it ever gets Maybe bleeped out. Maybe it will naturally shift, but... You know, well, it's odd. They, it's odd though to hear Ryan call him by his real name and not Socrates. I agree. I agree. So for now, we keep him as Red Star. So Red Star um, basically planned Tanya's whole birthday party. Like, so he was texting me. My mom was in town, so I was like very worthless in this whole birthday planning because. I was like, he was asking me questions and I'd be delayed getting back. And he's like, oh, I got it handled, like totally just like handled the whole thing. So Tanya, I mean, I'll let you tell your half. But when she arrives, she immediately goes, did you help him with this? And I was like, no, he literally did everything. (laughs) Because I was just like, I was shocked at the, the attention to detail, like, the bar menu was then he named them like rat on the rocks, which is like my, my favorite drink was tequila on the rocks. And then he did like a Sanzia's strawberry margarita margarita, or something yeah. and the modern woman. And then the menu was exactly what I like to eat, like beet salad and fish and stuff. And the, all of everybody's place setting had little butterflies on them. And, uh, one of my girlfriends, Jerome, he like had her make this cake and it had like red starburst on it and butterflies and the balloons had little butterflies. But it wasn't like an upset, like an obnoxious amount of butterflies. It was just subtle like details, subtle yeah. details. And there was like, it was like, it was just so above and beyond that I thought for sure you played a part. But then I realized he t- did every single thing and I was just like, started crying all over again. <laughs> so you know, for years, I've been Tanya's significant other when it came to <laughs> to birthdays because, you know, as a best friend and it was, you know, my role. And so I really had to kind of relinquish control because it ended up being that like my mom was in town and, it, you know, I would have made it happen if I needed to. But he just like fully handled it. It was, it was impressive. It was impressive. And like in, a, in like a two week span really organized and like got a hold of people that I didn't even know. I was like, how did you get a hold of her and like her and them? And he was just like, these are people that you've mentioned. And I just like DM them on Instagram and like, oh, wow. just like nice. yeah, no, he fully, he was like texting me and be like, do you have so-and-so's number? And I'm like, I don't. And I don't even follow Like we don't follow each other on Instagram. He's like, I'll figure it out. And there were people that were like, uh, Sharon was like, yeah, he added me on Facebook and then he messaged me and he was just like, he really, if he needed some gold stars, he earned about the crazy thing was, well, I guess, a lot. cause I, he basically told me like at the beginning of the weekend, what I needed to pack for the weekend. Right. Like the, he basically was like, I'm going to, I'm going to take you Saturday and Saturday night and we're going to have some activities during the day. And then I'm going to take you to dinner on Saturday night. 
I was like, okay. And I kind of was like annoying in the beginning and just asking him a million questions, trying to figure out like what was going on. And he wasn't answering and I knew it wasn't going to crack him. So I eventually just kind of said, you know what, I'm just going to go with it mm-hmm. and started going with it. So in hindsight now, all of the things like make so much sense and like I should have known, but I think I'm just so oblivious to stuff. But the girl who plans, like the girl who does all the decorations for when we have barbecues and stuff, her name is Emily. She has this, she actually used to work at iHeart. She um, started her own company during the pandemic because she was furloughed. And so her name is Emily and we've used her a bunch. And so uh, Red Star changed her name in his phone to Emilio Parte. So I saw him texting an Emilio, but he was like, I was like, who's Emilio? And he's like, oh, it's a client. And I was like, didn't even think anything of it. But I was like, <laughs> smart move for him to change. Because if I saw Emily, the name pop up on his phone, oh, yeah, I would have been like, yeah. oh, you're, what are you planning in your, you know what I mean? Backyard. So anyways, uh, so he basically just needed to get me out of his house the whole day Saturday. And so he was going to take me to this butterfly farm that's in Encinitas, mm-hmm. which is like a good hour and a half away from where we are. He didn't calculate in the traffic in L.A. because once when he looked Saturday morning, it said three hours. And he was like, oh, my God, like I'm not doing that. So he's like, it's OK. I have a plan B, which is like this butterfly pavilion in downtown Los Angeles. So we go to like our uh, coffee shop that's that we go to like every morning when we're together. And he had gone the day before to give him like a candle to put in like a pastry to like sing to me when we got there. Um, but the. The candle didn't light. And so like that was like the first fail. And then like the <laughs> and Sanita's the traffic, the butterfly farm was like another fail. Then we show up to downtown to get to this butterfly pavilion and it's sold out. It's like completely sold out. So it's all just like all these things just keep failing. And I felt so bad because it was really thoughtful mm-hmm. and just like beautiful. And we had a really nice lunch and I was like kind of drunk. I was just like in a good mood. So I like didn't even care. It was the thought that counted, you know, but like nothing was really going his way. So he's like, we have to get ready at your place because dinner is on your side of town. Think nothing of it, really. So come here, we get ready. And then he's like, shoot, I forgot your, I really want to give you your gift before dinner. And I forgot it in like our, in your um, intentions burning or you're like your burning thing, your burning tin. And I was like, oh, we can do the burning when we get back from dinner. I was like, I really don't want to stop it. It was so annoying. Like at this point I was getting annoyed. <laughs> and he's like, it's just your gift. It was in there and I really want to give it to you before dinner. And I was like, fine <laughs> so i'm like just i'm annoyed at this point so we get in the car and he and again he was asking me questions about like his outfit he was like but do you really like this like is this what you want me to be in for your birthday i was like i don't care whatever makes you like it's all like adding up right so then we go to his house and we just run out i was thinking running out into the house to get the gift he's like leave your purse leave everything in there we'll just be in for us and we just go grab it i walk in the house and like everybody's there. There's not a car. I didn't see a single car in sight. <laughs> like he, nice. everybody popped out. I start like, I freak out. I'm like so happy. Mm-hmm. Like my heart is just like exploding. And then I walk into the backyard and I see all the like detailed things. And I'm just like a mess. Like I just like literally was crying. I had makeup everywhere. Everybody was like, Tanya, like go to the bathroom and like, clean up. <laughs> I was like, I can't. <laughs> Cause I just kept crying. And like, I've been, I'd been crying the whole day, even like him taking me to the butterfly pavilion and like all of these little things. And when he surprised me on the morning show, I was like, started bawling. And Sisney was like, why are you crying? You see him every day. And I'm like, it's not him like showing up with balloons. It's this, it's, it's like for so many years, 
because I, I really sat with myself. Remember, I wanted to like examine like why I'm being so like, why am I so emotional? I know I'm a cancer and we're emotional and we cry a lot, but like I've been really particularly emotional the last like week, especially in regards to him. And I feel like for so many years throughout my 20s, I was going to like all these bachelorette parties and mm-hmm. weddings and like seeing it happen for all my friends. And I would get on the plane and I'd come home by myself and I would like cry and I would pray and I would just like ask for like the meaning of like why, you know, why mm-hmm. it hasn't happened for me. Is this going to happen? I always like was hopeful for it, but it's like when it's actually happening and you get this like love that you've always wanted in mm-hmm. return and it's like starting to feel more normal. And like, I feel like we're both in this really good groove of our relationship and in such a good phase. It's like almost like, um, you don't feel like you deserve it or like, it's hard to accept it when it's happening. And so it's like, I just get really overwhelmed with like emotion and I start like crying. Well, I mean, what he did for you, like, I know a lot of people who have been in relationships for a long time and their significant others never gone to that extreme to plan something like that. Like that was just very, like you said, he thought through every detail. He gives this like beautiful speech when he's, uh, when we're about to eat this beautiful toast. And he said something along the lines of like, this is all the love that you give to everyone giving like being given back to you something along those lines. And it was just like so true and beautiful and being in that space with all the people that like may mean the most to you was such a reflection of the person you are. And everyone, I was reading your Instagram comments on your posts. Every single one was basically the same sentiment of like, you deserve this. Like you have, you have waited for this and everything that's come is yours because you deserve it. And I think you talk about so often the imposter syndrome and even in that caption, how it isn't just yeah. like work related. That's what I feel like. I feel like I have imposter syndrome in my relationship. Like I don't deserve it to be like this good right now. You know what I mean? Like I just don't, it's like, and he, t- he was t- he was saying, he was like, you don't have to thank me for this. He's like, I, this is like, you've done this for me, for your friends tenfold. And you know what I mean? Like the, it's just, it's, it's really hard for me, but it was just like, and even like the detail, like he got, I have some friends that like enjoy weed so he went and bought these like that's me and yeah (laughs) he bought these like made sure he went and got these like weed drinks to have there for that like he was like so specific about the people and my friends and really took a lot of time and energy and it was just like I couldn't even I just like I can't yeah it was was really special yeah it was fun it was like a really really fun night and and we finally played ping pong red star and I and he whooped me but (laughs) Okay, you didn't put my butt. It was 18 to 21, three games. Okay. And then it was 20, like we went into overtime, it was like 23, 21, which that one really hurt. But he's really good. (laughs) I know, honestly, I'm so happy to have you to play with him because it's so annoying for me to play with him because he's just so good and I'm horrible that it's like not even fun. He's really good. Like he was, I I honestly kind of think he went a little bit easy on me, to be honest. He might have, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Because he was like, well, I think the one that got really close, he wasn't because he realized like, oh, I could take it. And, you know, like that was like our fourth game playing. He had already beat me three times. But if I had won that fourth one, that's the only one that would have mattered to me. (laughs) But like, you know, when like all your friends are kind of mingling and playing like we were were playing Prosecco Pong and they're playing ping pong and everybody was kind of mingling. And when you see all your friends aren't really friends like coming together, it just does something to your heart. I was on cloud nine. Like I literally was like drinking and party. Like I was just going from zoom to person to person to person. And just like, 
I was so drunk. I was so hungover. <laughs> but like, it was the best night. Like, I, I didn't want it to end. Everybody, when they were like leaving, I was like, ah. I kept hearing Tanya. I would just hear her like in the background of like another conversation I was having being like, yeah, I'll have another rat on the rocks. <laughs> and I was like, this girl is drinking straight tequila on the rocks. And that's probably the fifth time I've heard her ask for that. <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah, a good time. It was a good time. So it was just really amazing. Like, I'll never forget it. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, but then I'm like, I look back and I'm like, I should have known all these. Like, he was really pri- like his phone is always just out. Our phones are always out whenever we're together. He was very handsy with his phone, like in terms of just like not showing it to me. I was so scared to text him anything. Like the, he, I was, he probably changed your name in his phone. Like <laughs> Emilio Parte was just so funny. <laughs> Parte is a little close. I'm a, I'd be a little nervous about Parte. Well, you only see their first name when like they're oh, okay. texting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he nice. would he would call me and be like, "Hey, so this is the plan. I'm, I just stepped away from Tony for a second. and I'd be like. Oh my gosh, I'm so I'm like not even gonna text you. I barely could text Tanya because I was so scared. <laughs> That's the other thing we had. a We did a surprise party for one of my other best friends the night before. So Friday night we did a surprise party where like I went, you know, balls to the walls. Yeah. And then so I was just like very thrown off. Yeah. You've and been. everybody there was a really good liar. Like everybody lied. <laughs> and I was just like, what the heck? Yeah. Just really good liars. Yeah. It was so fun. A great weekend. The attention to detail was very truly like another level because really the parking situation, there wasn't anybody there. Yeah. The, he let everybody in through the side, made sure everybody was in by 630, closed the gate before mm-hmm. we got there. I was like, wow, this is just. It was so, all of us were like waiting for her to arrive and we were, we got ready like five minutes too soon, which, you know, five minutes when you're waiting to surprise <laughs> someone feels like an hour. And we're all like, shh, shh, shh. And we see a car pass and everyone going, shh. And then we'd be like silent. And then we'd start talking again. And then when she pulled up, it was just like everyone. And it was quiet. And then she walked in and she like, it was this reaction and then like an immediate crumble. Like I didn't know what to do. It's like, who do you hug first? Like, what do you do? I was like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Everyone was like, cause the video I posted, I couldn't hear it, but I didn't realize you were yelling like, what the Oh yeah. Yeah, sure was. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone in the podcast or in the scrubbing in Facebook group was like, when you hear Tanya cuss or say the F-bomb, I'm like, well, she always does, I guess, but you don't hear it on Johnny, the podcast. Right, right. Because like, I thought Brad was in New York, so when I saw him, I was like, what the? <laughs> yeah. It was so good. It was really good. Um. So, yeah, it was a good time. We so had anyways, I'm just like really in love and <laughs> just like crying every other day about it. And so but that's where I'm at. Listen, I mean, you have both of you and Red Star have really worked on this relationship and put effort and like time and energy into it to get to this point. So I hope that you feel like very much deserving and very much proud because, you know, I mean, there were challenges that were part of this relationship and y'all chose to choose your love over it. I think what we realized is like when we met, he wasn't in the place to meet the person that he wanted to like be with Mm -hmm. ultimately, Mm -hmm. you know? But he knew what we had, our relationship and our connection was so special. So mm-hmm. he was kind of fighting all fighting through all of those things. Yeah. Um, but now he's in a he's in a different place and he is ready for all of that. And so it's just like it definitely feels like a new phase of our relationship, like 2.0. Yeah. 
Yeah, when, Rad 2.0. When he was giving you, I mean, when he was giving the toast, did you think he was going to propose? No. <laughs> Everyone was like, Tanya looks like she thinks he's going to propose. <laughs> I'm like, surely not. Surely not. <laughs> but it was a really beautiful speech. Yeah. So. Well, you know that Mark is the one who reached out to him to be on the morning show, I right? know, and I'm so glad yeah. you did. Like, I was surprised he said yes. But like, that, again, that's a big step. Well, I noticed that your birthday was coming up, and then I saw there was going to be a weekend. But we always try to surprise you with somebody on your birthday. We've got Charlie <laughs> Puth and Haley and your sister and your parents and all kinds of different people. And and it just occurred to me that, well, I wonder if he would do it. Because we've kind of been talking about the fact that it's maybe a possibility. So I texted him and I said, I think this would be cool. It's totally up to you, whatever you want to do, whatever you're comfortable with. And he was totally down. So we planned the whole thing. And that was cool because... I had to text him when we started the show, you know, or like, you know, when we, he had to know like, okay, she got her. I told him before when he was outside the door, I texted him, okay, she's got her earbuds in so he can come in the front door just in case you wouldn't hear him because you got your earbuds in that sort of thing. I heard nothing. I can nothing. see you when he can't. Yeah. <laughs> so he scary. and I were texting throughout the show and he's like, okay, I'm downstairs. I'm like, okay, we're almost there. He's like, okay, I'm right outside the door. Okay. What do you have? Balloons, but I'm going to leave them outside because they're loud. And I'm like, no, 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 don't leave them outside. That's cute. Bring in the balloons. Okay, fine. So yeah, we had a whole thing. <laughs> I was shocked. Like again, so it's like that like really started my weekend off just like in tears because I think that was a really just a, a big moment, a big step, you know, something he's uncomfortable with, but he is right. doing mm -hmm. because, you know, because of me, you know, it's like a yeah. compromise. I think he enjoyed it. He texted me afterwards. He seemed really happy with how it went. I think so too. And I think he also, it also was like, I think sometimes this world can be really scary for people that aren't mm -hmm. in it and have never really had any experience. And it's very, um, bigger than it is. Does that make sense? Like it seems a lot scarier and yeah, like sure, a lot sure. mm -hmm. of the unknown, but I think once like he was here and he had a conversation and like realized, Oh, mm -hmm. this is, this is not as, yeah, you know, no big deal. Right. Yeah. No, I Ryan's think, easy. I yeah. think if you see, like if you happen to come across a post where you see a lot of like negativity and stuff like that, mm -hmm. then you get in your head, like the thought of what it can be. Like, right, I know I've right. had that, you know, I, have that all the time when I post stuff where it's like, could I get, could this be one of those things that's like a negative reaction? If y'all are on TikTok, you would know like how ruthless people can be, but <laughs> you don't get your information from TikTok. No. So, um, but yeah, I thought it was just, he seemed very comfortable. He didn't seem like he was just like down to do it for you, which was cool. Yeah. Um, Mark. Yes. I had no idea your daughter could sing like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. And that video was the cutest thing. Wait, what video? He posted. Well, on I'll let you tell the story, Mark. Well, yeah, and it's on the Scrubbing in Facebook group, and a lot of you have seen it. And if you haven't, you can check it out on there. But it was my wife's idea. In fact, so my, my daughter does this theater camp every summer. And this year, they're doing The Little Mermaid. And my wife, as soon as they announced that they were doing The Little Mermaid, my wife thought, what if she gets Ariel? If she does get to play Ariel, then we can do a video where we go back and forth between her singing part of that world now and her singing part of that world when she was three years old. She said, do you have that video? I said, yeah, that video is right here. Okay. So we watched that video. I'm like, yeah, that would be really great. But she's got to 
get cast as Ariel. There's like all kinds of things that need to happen. But sure enough, she got cast as Ariel. And then as soon as she did her show, I put those together. And uh, I, I've watched it every day since. Oh. And it's, uh, it's <laughs> I'll never stop, I don't think. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, it's like her on stage and she has a beautiful voice. How old yeah, is she? That's very nice. She's 15. Yeah, she has, she's, has a beautiful voice, but then it switches, like, switches to old, an old video of her when she was like three singing. It's he edited really it together. Cute. It was the cutest thing. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, it turned out exactly. It really turned out actually better than I expected it to. Because mm-hmm. I didn't really notice that at the end she kind of winks at the camera. That was kind of a, I had forgotten that part. So that was a perfect ending for it. Yeah, it really turned out nicely. Did, Thank you. Did she get her voice from you? I, I always say this and everyone in the family jokes about that and laughs at me. But I say, yes, I was in every <laughs> choir offered at my high school. I just don't sing regularly. I don't sing publicly. Oh. But yes, but I shower, am the singer in the family. Multiple, multiple times in the shower. Oh, in my car, it's a concert every single day. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Absolutely. same, but I don't know that anyone would be like, impressed. <laughs> yeah, same. Well, I don't know. I think it's from me, but who knows? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, it felt this weekend, this week felt like a blur, a blur. I'm sure it did for you. But yeah, I was like, I, oh yeah, my mom was in, t- yeah, my mom was in town, which was so much fun. And she helped me with my house and just like, it was really a much needed trip. Like when she left, I was devastated because mm-hmm. that was her first time being out here in like over Forever. three years, like four years, I think. Cause like normally we always go back to the South to visit family. And, um, finally last time I was there in, um, May, I just, I was like, will you please come out and just visit and look at my house and help me with it? Cause she has a real eye for like design mm. and stuff like that. And so she came out and it was just fun to kind of show her my life because she hears about it, but she like her being a part of it was really fun. You yeah. forget how, like, no matter what age you are how like how much you need your mom you know like i i woke up every morning because i don't really drink coffee unless i get it like iced or something but she makes her coffee every morning so i bought a coffee maker for her and i woke up every morning to like her rearranging furniture drinking her coffee so it was (laughs) cute i had a lot of fun that is fun oh i forgot to mention that becca like uh, I posted the video of the, the post-its that you made in my oh, house. Yeah. Uh, and everybody's like, Becca, that was such a Tanya move of Becca. And I'm like, you know what? It really is. Like, she really wanted to speak to my love language. Yeah. So yesterday, we came, last night, we came and brought, uh, Red Star and I came to bring all the flowers back to my apartment so that I didn't have to do it Monday morning when I came back to do the radio show. And so we were bringing the flowers in and I noticed... Uh, these like post-its on the thing on like my kitchen. I was like, who's been in my house? Like, this is super <laughs> weird. And said, I, uh, after something like after you gave Mark your homework assignment on the podcast or whatever, I thought about the 34 reasons why I love you. And so she wrote on these like post-its and posted them like all up and down, Aww. like my, my banister, my like penis banister staircase. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And then like it led up to my studio with like all these balloons, with, like a sun. And there's 34 reasons why she loves me. And then like, Aww. I think around reason 20, it said, I wish you were turning 15. My, my hand hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't written. I realize I haven't written anything in a long time. And yeah. it was like. 
and they weren't posted. So I had to get tape because they weren't actually sticky. So I had to get tape oh, and tape paper. It. Yeah. I put tape on all of them, but my hand, my handwriting's so ugly and it was like getting worse by the <laughs> note. And I was like, I have to finish. Like I'm halfway there. I have a lot of things to say. I just, my hand is cramping up, but, um, it yeah. was very cute. Cause it's very, not a you thing. Yeah, no, it's not. And I had my Allie wrote me and goes, I can't wait for my, she was like, wow. She sent me your story and goes, wow, this is impressive. And I go, um, I was like, yeah, you know, that's, it's Tanya's birthday. And she was like, can't wait for mine. And I was like, this is specific to Tanya. <laughs> right. It was like, you literally spoke my love language. Like you, like that is a, such a, that's a really great friend thing to do. It's very much not your thing. Yeah. Well, you know, I figured I didn't, I, 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 my gift isn't here yet. So I wanted to do something that was for you. <laughs> no, so. I ordered her a gift, but it, it told me it shipped today. I also like don't need oh. gifts. Like I don't need. It's not about need gifts or not because you need I them. I know it's very true that every, every well, gift that's so I got. Becca, though. It's so Becca. She, she balanced but it out. Do you she know what happened though? Is because I was, it was like, I was shopping and like when, when my mom was here, we were like shopping and stuff. And I just like couldn't think of anything that was like oh tanya would need this or want this and i was gonna get her jewelry but like everyone got her jewelry she wouldn't have even had a space to wear jewelry if yeah, i'd gotten yeah, it yeah. and so i found something else that i think will be a hit it's a puppy no I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> although i do have to say uh shout out to danielle jonas i still don't understand i still don't know how she got red star's address but i yeah. got these beautiful flowers from danielle jonas sent to red wow. star's address that's yeah. nice i know he goes they came friday i had to hide them from you uh, <laughs> <laughs> like i was like that is I, know, I was asking everybody i was like how did she get this address i know that your flower unsure. collection was just truly impeccable insane yeah like beautiful a lot of i got a lot of butterflies yeah the butterfly was definitely naturally a theme for like i found myself looking for anything butterfly and then i'm like what's significant butterflies that's the only thing that's significant (laughs) um well we have a very fun guest today and someone who really is the definition of a modern woman well becca's right because i'm actually really excited to talk to her Her name is rachel rogers and she is the epitome of a modern woman she has this book that's called we should all be millionaires and i don't know a ton of her story of kind of how she got i mean obviously she's insanely successful and i bet it's like a very long story of how she got to where she is now from like birth (laughs) yeah Uh, but I'm hoping she can give us some like really interesting and, and unique tidbits because, you know, only 10% of the world's millionaires are women. It, it's crazy. That means like, 90% of the millionaires out there are men. Well, yeah, but think about like how far we've come as women, but we still have so, so much further to go. But and yet we're not millionaires. No, but she basically wrote this book to teach kind of empower women like, hey, just just because these stats look the way they do doesn't mean that you don't have all the tools to become successful and which i think is truly a modern a modern woman message yeah so we are going to take a break and then we will be right back with rachel rogers can i rant for a sec please 
Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. This week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cash back event of the year. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Ulta, Good American, and Dyson, and top categories like fashion, beauty, electronics, and home essentials. I'm so excited to shop for all new makeup and even some pet products and treats for my dog, Sunny. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. This is the perfect time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can save by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account, or they can send you a check. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving, and you can be one of them. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers, get it. All right. 
right, you guys, we are back and we have, as I said before, a very special guest scrubbing in today. Please welcome Rachel Rogers. <laughs> I just want to clap with y'all. <laughs> No, and I, I clap wanna, for yourself. I kind of want to set you up because I do think our scrubbers also say we don't set up our guests very well. Okay. So I want to give some context. So you, I guess you're like a multi-hyphenate. You are a lot of things, but you did, you wrote a book that's called We Should All Be Millionaires, which is what yes. we want to really dive into. Um, you're an intellectual property attorney. You're a business coach. You're a mother. What else is on your <laughs> resume? Um, I own a ranch, um, somebody's wife. And I'm not an IP. I don't practice IP law anymore, but I guess I still have those skills. That's part um, of your journey. Yes, exactly. So, and the main thing, well, I have kids and then I'm the CEO of Hello7. And those, those two t- things take up most of my time. So I don't even know where to begin. Like, so, I mean, you just listed a bunch of things that are very impressive. Like, where did you kind of take the turn of you're an attorney and you wanted to switch gears? Yeah. Well, um, I wanted to become a lawyer since I was eight years old because I used to watch my mom would watch courtroom dramas and I'd be like, yes, I want to be that person (laughs) advocating for the little person, you know, Uh and coming in and helping them. Uh, so I went to law school, which I found to be a traumatizing experience. Honestly, (laughs) I was always a good student, but it was so hard. Like I three quarters the way through criminal law in my first semester, I still didn't know what like mens rea was. There was like so much Latin that I was like, what is happening? So it was a real challenge. Um, but then I overcome it. I wound up graduating with good grades, but I really didn't like the vibe and the <laughs> culture of the legal industry. Uh, but I just started to become a solo lawyer because I didn't really want to take a job doing anything else. And so I you were like your own, money. your own firm, essentially. Exactly. So I clerked for a judge for a year and then went out on my own. And my mother was horrified. She was like, what happened to the six figure job? I thought you were getting, (laughs) isn't that what happens next? Not this whole solo scrappy solo lawyer thing. Can we not do that? I'm like, no mom, sorry. So anywho, so I did that for seven years and I was pretty successful at it, built it to almost just shy of seven figures. And then you know, a lot of my clients were women entrepreneurs running businesses and they'd be like, how are you making so much more money than us? Like, what are you doing? So I started telling them for free. And then someone told me I should probably charge for that advice. So then I switched and started charging for the business strategy advice instead of the legal. And it was a transition. Like it probably mm-hmm. took me two years to like wind down my law practice and wind up, you know, my, um, company, hello seven. Uh, but it was just like, people asked me for it. And I saw a real need. I think honestly, the thing that got me the most excited about it was that all of the stats showed that like, you know, so many women entrepreneurs today, it's like 78% still of women entrepreneurs never make more than $50,000 in total revenue. So out of that, you got to pay yourself. You got to pay team. You got to pay taxes, business expenses. It's not enough. And I was like, yeah, we should all be millionaires instead. I like that plan better. Wait, so because I, I read the stat that says only 10% of the millionaires are women. Mm-hmm. Are you a millionaire? Yes. <laughs> I am. I am. Badass. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's no, my but thing. Like, no, but we really need to, what we really need to know is like, what are some, obviously, you know, the, the book really goes into the details of, but I think it's like, I think a lot, I, I'll just speak for myself. I don't want to give a general, like, you know, women, whatever. But for me, it's like the, the, the drive is there. The ambition is there the creativity, the passion is there, but I don't know with finances and like strategy and business, Mm -hmm. I have no idea what I'm doing. 
Yeah. And so here's what I would challenge. I would challenge you that that's not true. I think you do know what you're doing. And I think you probably should just be charging more for it. You know, and I think we society wants us to believe that we are not good with money as women in particular. And especially mm-hmm. if you're a woman of color, even more so. Yeah, um, that's the story that we get. There are media messages that are sent to women every day. Don't buy lattes, cut coupons, stop shopping so much. Even the movies. Right. Like, you know, like Carrie from Sex in the City. Right. Like she's this badass woman, but couldn't afford to buy her apartment when it went up for sale. Right. And Mm -hmm. like, Oh, she has a shoe purchasing problem. Right. Like that's the message that's always given to us. But men get messages of like, there's always an image of a lion and it's like, take risks, invest, go for it. Right. And the reality is, is risk is required to build wealth, especially if you didn't grow up with it. Like I did. Um, so, you know, I didn't just to be clear, sorry. (laughs) I don't know if that sounded like, I got what you're saying. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So, you know, we are getting these messages all day long that we're not good with money. We don't know what we're doing with money. And we believe that, right? When the reality is learning how to manage money and learning how to make money is just a skill that can be acquired, right? Just like men acquire it, women can acquire it too. We're not inherently bad with money. In fact, stats show that we are better investors, that we we build more profitable companies when we are leading versus men uh, running companies of a similar size, right? So like we actually, according to statistics, are better at managing businesses and money and investing. But the messages sent to us all the time and also the laws, right? Like mm-hmm. our grandmothers couldn't get a credit card right. because it was illegal. They had to have a male cosigner. Mm-hmm. That's not that long ago, right? Yeah. So like it's relatively new for women to control their own money. Um, and so we have to remember that like that society is actually set up for us as women to not win financially. Mm-hmm. And so this book is really about how do we do it anyway? How do we make mm-hmm. sure we win? And part of it is like the changing the story. It starts with that. The first chapter of the book is called Million Dollar Story because it's about we have to change the story in our heads that we're not good with money or we don't know what we're doing with money. Nonsense. We do know what we're doing. We're actually mm-hmm. really smart and we're strategic and we're capable and we create all these amazing brands, all the, like, I mean, look what you all have done with this podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Like very successful women, right? So like, we just need to charge accordingly, right? And raise our prices. That's a big part of it too. So I do find (laughs) like the, the, there's like this, aside from the media message and like what we're told, because even Tanya, before you came on, she was like, oh my gosh, only 10% of, of millionaires are women. And I was like, well, think about, I mean, we've come so far, but like, we still have so much further to go of like Mm -hmm. feeling the, the empowerment to demand what we deserve. And I was going to say like, starting out, do you find that there's, cause you, I feel like talking about money and finances and how much you make is kind of like still a taboo conversation. Yeah. Like some, you know, people are scared to ask and then people are kind of feel like, well, is that anyone else's business? But I think having someone like you who has made it happen and to be able to offer that advice is like a very um, powerful tool. Yeah. Representation, right? We need to see examples and be like, oh, this is available to me, right? Like Mm -hmm. we need to see that visibly and we're shamed. We're like, we're, we're shamed if we have too little money and then we're shamed if we have too much. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're not supposed to talk about, trust me, I get hate mail all the time from people who are like, stop talking about how rich you are. And I'm like, no, 
<laughs> I will not. You know why? Because the world needs to know that this is possible. Like I grew up, my parents were on food stamps. Mm-hmm. And so if I could do it, right, it's available to so many of us. And it's not even rocket science. It's just that we have to believe it's possible. And then we have to focus on our value mm-hmm. and, you know, and charge accordingly, right? Because I think so much we think like, oh, well, I couldn't possibly charge that or I'm not worth that or I can't ask for that raise. And it's like, yes, you can. Yes, you absolutely can. Trust me, some mediocre white guy who does, who's not as anywhere near as accomplished as you is asking for that raise and getting it. Mm -hmm. And so we need to start demanding it for ourselves. And like, I think we have to be really clear on what our value is. We have to be really clear on what we bring to the table, what our skills are. Mm -hmm. And then, and really learn how to sell ourselves. Like whether we're entrepreneurs or not, we need to be entrepreneurial and how we approach our careers um, and ask for the money and really mm-hmm. be able to make an argument in a case as to why we are worth it. Right. Like, of course, you're not just asking money for money because you can, you can back it up. Right. But we right. believe we can't. We have imposter syndrome because of the laws that were in place, because of the media messages that we're getting. Like there's a it's by design. Right. Because yeah. of sexism. That's why we have imposter syndrome. And so, you know, we have to just start recognizing our value. Um, and asking for the sale and, and really turning towards our money. Like half of it is just pay attention to your money mm-hmm. and pay attention to how much you're being charged and have conversations with people. Well, how much are you charging for speaking gigs? And how much are you charging for these kinds of appearances? As soon as we start talking to each other and sharing mm-hmm. that information, guess what? Everybody starts making more money because it gets out in the open, you know? It, you know, it's so true because so I had, I have a friend, we have a friend who also does a, a, another female led podcast. And I will never forget the day that she came to me and she said, I want to give you numbers of what we are making on this podcast because I want to be transparent and so that, you know, so that you can, you know, you and Becca can really have like a, a better gauge of, you know, what you guys are making. And I was like, that is so freaking cool because Mm -hmm. a, we're basically doing the same thing. We're like, you know, in air quotes competition, but she's giving me her information so that I can stand up for myself and my value. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I think is so it's been a battle for me because I struggle with imposter syndrome too. And I'm, I'm very grateful because I love what I do. And so I always do do things for free. Like I'm just like, Oh yeah, they want to do an extra phone call for this event that I'm doing. Sure. And I remember, I remember uh, our boss, Amy was like, no, I'm going to get you paid for that call. Like you don't do things Mm -hmm. for free. And I was Mm -hmm. like, that's awesome. You know what I mean? Like that's another woman, like helping another Mm -hmm. woman because I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's going to be an hour. Like I don't care. And she's like, no, like you get paid for your time. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm starting to kind of it's been a slow process, but as I do it mm-hmm. and starting, I'm starting to feel a lot like more empowered by it. So my question for you is if let's say somebody's on a, a job that's salary. So they, you know, they clock in at nine, they clock out at five and this is their salary for the year. How, how do they become a millionaire? If they're like set in their salary, is it important? Do you think that everybody should have some sort of business on their own, like on the side? Yeah. Well, there's a couple of ways to do it. One, I just want to say, I love that. And one of the things that you just pointed out about like the so-called competing podcast that's giving you their numbers yeah. is that putting us in competition with one each with each other for men's attention is how we are, we are kept small. It's how mm-hmm. we're kept out of the financial conversation. Right. And yeah. how our value winds up going down. Cause we're wasting our time worrying about this fictitious competition instead of getting this money and joining forces, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's 
that's so important. And I think what you just said too, about that hour that you give away, I bet you every woman, and that's one of the things that I ask women to do is actually a time study in this book. So I walk them through, like do a time study, actually account for your time. And when you do it, you're going to find that you are leaving money on the table. There are opportunities where you could be asking for money or where you're just giving away your time that that time could be going towards money-making opportunities, (laughs) right? So like we have to just really look at our time and see where are we leaving money on the table? Cause I, all of us do it. I'm sure I still have places today where I'm leaving money on the table, you know? Right. Um, so I just want to address those two things, but to answer your question, uh, I think the way that someone in a nine to five job can make more, but there's a couple of ways. One, they could ask for a raise, right? And mm-hmm. they need to understand like, how does this business work? And how do I add value to this business? How do I reduce the stress that my boss might have? How does me doing what I do and bringing what I bring to the table? And it doesn't matter if you're a waitress, an administrative assistant, or some fancier, higher level job title, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's how am I relieving stress for my boss and making the case for like why that should be making more money, right? Because that's Mm -hmm. what matters. You have to tap into what matters to the person who's making the decision and then make a case for why you should make more. Really understand how you help this company be more profitable, you know? So that's one way that you could do it. Side hustles is a huge piece for women entrepreneurs, especially so many women entrepreneurs are starting side hustles. Like my sister has a corporate job, but she sells real estate on the side. Now she's also become a real estate investor. And now she's like a landlord and has a couple rental properties. Right. And so she's got these other sources of income. So I think having a side hustle is a great idea as well, where you could just charge for consulting, whatever you do in your day job, you could be like, Hey, I'll advise you on how to do that for $500 an hour. Right. For example, Um, so that's another way, or you could become an entrepreneur as well, become an investor. That's an option. So there's a lot of different ways, but I think it starts with really understanding your value and like, how could I max out what I want to make? And what I actually encourage women to do is just create this million dollar vision, which is just sit down and say, what are the things that I want that would make a difference in my life? Whether it's like, for me, it was like, I wanted to pay for my mom's rent was a big Mm -hmm. deal for me. I wanted to send my kids to, you know, extracurricular activities without stress. You know, I wanted a nicer house for them to have a backyard or whatever, and to send them to like really good schools. So like I did the math on what does that lifestyle cost and figured that I needed to make at the time I was making like a hundred thousand a year and I wanted to make 300,000. And so Mm -hmm. then I started, once I had that number in my head of like, okay, $200,000 more a year, it's like approximately 20 K a month. What could I do to generate another 20 K a month? And then I just started brainstorming and I came with the ideas, you know, and then I started trying some of those ideas and over time within three years, no less than that, I think it was two years, I was making 300,000. Um, so it's just like, we just have to look at our money, get focused on it. Remember what it's buying us, whether that's charitable things, political contributions, right? Our lifestyle as well. So if we do the math on it and really get clear on what is that number and then start brainstorming, like if you needed to come up with an extra 10 K in the next 10 days, I'm sure you could, right? Like you'd come up with like, okay, I could try this, or I could reach out to that person that I've worked with before and pitch them on whatever, right? Like if we really needed to make some money, we could. So it's just like starting to make that our regular thinking instead of conserving it for emergencies. It's like proactive, proactive versus reactive. Yes, exactly. I love what you said about presenting a case of what you add to the company. Because this was like a couple of years ago, but Ellen Pompeo um, from Grey's Anatomy, she kind of I think there was this whole article about how she went and asked for a raise and like she got it and she was like and they the way they wrote the article was that 
basically kind of people were like, well, I'm going to go and ask for a raise. And then she, I heard her on a podcast and she was like, that was not my intention for sharing that information. I knew what the show was bringing in. I knew what my value was on the show. Mm -hmm. And so I knew going in that I could back up my request with proof that I was important enough to be paid this amount. And I think a lot of people misconstrued what that they could just go in and ask for a raise without being able to say like, this is what I add to the company. So I love that you said that because I love that you took your um, attorney skills and you make cases for like, you kind of have adjusted. It's the same thought process, but to a point of being, you know, an entrepreneur and how you maximize those skills. Absolutely. There's an, you know, I talk about in the book, a negotiation where I was on the side of the person giving the raise. One of my women employees came to me, or actually I was recruiting someone and the initial salary I offered her, she doubled it. I wound up paying her twice as much as I was planning on paying her, which I had no intentions and was convinced that I could not afford. But she made such a case of how she was going to make my life easier, what she was going to take off my plate. And I could do the math in my head and be like, okay, if she does all of that, then I could go out and make more money and easily justify this salary. And just like getting those things off my plate worth every penny you know um I just gave a raise last week because I was like oh my god I'm so delighted to like take these things off my to-do list and give it to this person so I'm happy to pay them more for that additional responsibility you know so I walk through exactly how to do it and I think we just need to get comfortable in in general asking for more right like just asking for more in general you know (laughs) like in whatever context we can you know um and seeing if we can get it and really just take that posture because I think when women do that we're shamed for it and I'm like mm-hmm. you can take your shame and and you Shove put it, it you know where exactly <laughs> because I don't care I'm I, and here's the thing that I really want women to understand is like everyone benefits when we make more money mm-hmm. the entire world benefits when women make more money and there are statistics there's all kinds of research that proves that women contribute to society women take care of children they um start charitable ventures we give away to charity at like three times the rate of men we give away so much more of our, our money than men do who are making the same amounts as us right so like society actually benefits when women benefit right when women are paid equally when women are paid more all of society benefits our families benefit and you know we don't we don't just spend the money on shoes and makeup but you know what yes, shoes and makeup, because I like shoes and makeup and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Uh-huh. right? We should we should spend our money on our pleasure and we can also contribute in a greater way to society. So I, I think sometimes we think, oh, it's selfish or I can't do that. Yes, you can. And you know what, you better because that we need better representation in politics, right? Mm-hmm. We need to change this world. And the way we're going to do it is not with a bunch of men who are making decisions for us is we have to get in those seats. We have to have money to write checks to the politicians who want to step in for those roles. Right. So Mm -hmm. that's, what's going to change the world is us being like, yo, I'm going to write a check to solve that problem. Right. How empowering is that? So true. I remember when I was, I just started using menstrual cups and I Mm -hmm. was like doing a lot of research on them because I was like, have I never heard of these? I'm 33. Yes. Now I'm 34, 33 years old. And I'd never heard of a menstrual cup and I've had my period since I was 15. So I was like looking into it and I was reading a lot of articles about the woman in particular who started this one specific one. And she was saying how she kept going to like pitch this menstrual cup. It was all men. And they were just like, mm-hmm. why do you need, you guys have t- pads and tampons. Yeah. And she was just like, it took a lot of convincing and a lot, you know what I mean? Because you're just pitching it to men who just 
they just don't they, get it. But they don't yeah, they like don't. it's just like they 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 don't have yeah. you know what I mean? They don't have periods. So it's like they don't get it. And so it is it's like the more that we are in these spaces and having these conversations and opening these doors, the better for all of us. Exactly. Because then I mean, your pitching... cup changed my life, man. <laughs> exactly. And imagine how many other genius ideas like that are there right. to benefit women to to benefit queer people to to benefit black people people of color like all of these marginalized people by society like they all have ideas for apps and ways that we could improve our lives Mm -hmm. that are not being funded but if we're the ones sitting at the table we get it and we will write that check i actually just last week invested in my first like entrepreneur like invested in another business for the first time um and of course it's a woman-owned business and it's a tech company and i'm so excited that i could like write a check and invest in her idea, you know, and give advice as well. So it's like when we make money, we can take on those roles and contribute in greater ways. I have friends like Rachel Cargill who are like creating amazing nonprofit organizations that are serving thousands of women. And I'm like, this is, we have so much ability to make change that we don't have to wait for like male lawmakers to give a shit. We can Mm -hmm. just decide today that we care and we're going to do something about it. Listen, you are, Tanya, basically, when we started this podcast, her whole thing was being a modern woman and being someone who doesn't listen to basically what society says and uses your strengths. And you, we always say like, when people are the definition of a modern woman, when I was like, got your book and was reading your bio, I was like, this is basically what we try to represent on the podcast. So I just... I'm like blown away. I can't wait to read your book because I think even in in any any industry, but I think asking for what you think you deserve or what you deserve is such an intimidating process. You worry about like losing your job or someone being like, I mean, even hearing the word no, like a lot of people are like, what's the worst you can do is you can hear no. Well, that's kind of discouraging sometimes. So I think what you're doing and giving women the power to create for themselves what men have been able to create for themselves so easily is like such a an amazing gift you've you've given to people well thank you and and really i think what i'm doing is just pointing out the power we already have right yeah we have the power Mm -hmm. we don't need to wait for somebody to give it to us and that's what the rallying cry of this book is and why i get so fired up talking about it because i'm like come on people we can do this you know do you do you live in l.a no, I live in um, Greensboro, North Carolina on um, a 50 acre no. horse ranch. I was going to say, like, <laughs> do dream. you have like, do you need more friends? Or like- <laughs> I'm actually going to be in L.A. at the end of the month. I'm hosting a retreat there, so I will be there for a couple of days. So, yeah, I'm happy to get drinks or something. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, because no, honestly, like I feel very like invigorated, invigorated by you. Is yeah, that weird to say? No, it's like, a- okay. <laughs> I feel very, I, I feel very invigorated by you because I think also sometimes again, like Becca says, you hear a lot of the no's and you can kind of get into a little bit of a slump of things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I kind of went into a little slump of things and I'm, I'm emerging from my cocoon and I'm fired back up. I also just like celebrate yes. my birthday. So I'm like, it's a new year of, of living and mm-hmm. I have this kind of like fire back in me. And like now talking to you, like the fire is like <laughs> coming out of me and I just like, I don't know. I, I love that. Help. And what you're pointing out is how important community is for us. Like yeah. as women, we need to network. We need to 
talk to each other. We need to connect with each other. I think we're often taught like we need a white male ally to open doors for us. And I've had that happen. And I've also had white men slam doors in my faces. Right. Mm So it's, 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 I don't think that that's the way. I think that there are huge, amazing networks of powerful women and that Mm -hmm. we need to share our resources and create opportunities for each other speak each other's names in rooms full of opportunity, mm-hmm. right? Like we actually can do it amongst ourselves. Yeah. Um, so I think we just need to network more and talk to each other. You're and so connect. right. You're so, there's this girl that I was actually talking about earlier. Her name's Emily. She was, she worked for our company and then she got furloughed when the pandemic hit and she took it as an opportunity to start her own business because she's like, I've always wanted to event plan. So she started, you know, doing it and she's doing fairly well. Right. But she needed a full-time job because she wanted health and benefits and all that stuff. So she ended up finding a full-time job, which is like as an executive assistant. And then on the side, she still does this, has this company. And I share her name all the time to all my Mm -hmm. friends because I'm like, she hustles so like, I've never seen anybody hustle like that. Mm -hmm. Like it's so, it's just so cool to see because she's so passionate about it. She wants that. That's what she wants in the long term. But she's like, I know right now I have to keep a balance because this is, my main, and I, I don't know. I'm like, I, I want to do that with more people. Do you mm-hmm. know I mean? Like I want to find more women like her and, and hire her to do all the things that I need to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and just kind of create yes. more of that network because you're so right. You know, like we're our, I don't know if we need things done, we go on, I don't know, but you're right. Like we lean to the, the mail, whatever, like order things on Amazon, you know, like exactly look for opportunities to support women-owned businesses black-owned businesses like the the organizations that we want to support and one of the things that you pointed out with emily is that not only are you trying to create opportunity for her but you're seeing in her something that she maybe needs to hear you say right to say like you're such a hard worker like i would totally trust you with my friends i'm gonna tell folks about you and just that alone like empowers her and makes her feel like oh okay like we need to you know speak what we see into each other right because totally. sometimes we get bogged down by society like we are scrolling instagram and seeing all kinds of messages and so we need each other to like lift each other up and remind each other of what we're capable of and what our value is sometimes we don't see it for ourselves so if we have amazing friends that mm-hmm. can see that in us and point that out it makes such a big difference Yeah. And I also feel like what you said about speaking each other's names in rooms full of people, even like think about how, how good it feels when someone says like, oh yeah, so-and-so told me about you or so-and-so told me like, even that isn't a direct compliment, but it is, it's an indirect compliment because they're, they know that you're speaking and like speaking opportunity into their life, which I think is a really cool thing. Sometimes not hearing it directly from the person is a cool feeling. Cause you're like, wow, they're talk they're talking about me to other people. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I love that. Um, yes. can you tell everyone where they can get your book? Yeah. So we should all be millionaires is available at target airport bookstores, Amazon, all the places check out independent bookstores too. Um, and also if you go to hello7.co slash book, you can check out like different resources that we have related to the book available on our site. Amazing. And then where else, where, where can they follow you on Instagram, Twitter, whatever you, wherever you are social? <laughs> yeah. I tend to hang out on Instagram. Yeah. It's rate Rach Rogers, ESQ Rogers with a D. Um, and if you want to check out my shenanigans on my horse ranch, it's at the Rogers ranch. <laughs> wow. Is that an open ranch? Can you visit? Do you have like, a open- yeah, <laughs> that's private. 
Yeah, we hope to have visitors soon. We have horses and my kids are taking riding lessons and we're hoping to have like events and be able to host retreats and things in the future. Um, but we're still kind of getting ready. We just bought it last year in the middle of a pandemic, as you do, is just yeah. buy a ranch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a casual little ranch purchase. <laughs> Of two New Yorkers. My husband's from Brooklyn. I'm from Queens. We don't know what we're doing, but we are. That's awesome. That's amazing. I love that. Um, Thank you for taking your time. Thank you so much. And chat with us. And everyone, go get your copy of We Should All Be Millionaires so that we can all be millionaires. That's right. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Rachel. Bye. Bye. I'm going to be a millionaire. Yeah. Yes, you you are. We're all going to be millionaires. Yeah, and DM and let me know when it happens. <laughs> we For can sure. celebrate. Okay. For sure. <laughs> we should Bye get y'all. drinks when you're out here and then we can really discuss our plan. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'll DM y'all. I'll let you okay, know the dates and if you're free, let me know. Okay, <laughs> perfect. perfect. Bye y'all. Bye. Bye. Wanna know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive. Like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. 
With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I feel like therapy, in all seriousness, it wasn't something I ever knew I needed until I started doing it. And I realized how much of an impact it had on my entire life. I think the thing with therapy that's so good is I think that everybody has an ego. We all think that our way is the right way and it's the only way when in reality there is no right or wrong way. And I think therapy really opened me up to that. Like I'm playing therapist in some of my relationships. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. How, that's how much therapy has helped me. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash scrubbing today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash scrubbing. Back with another powerful woman. We have Lindsay Boyd here. She is the co-founder of The Laundress, which is a premium collection of eco-conscious laundry and home cleaning products. Thank you for coming on, Lindsay. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Okay, I wanted to start out with what does, like, for people, what does eco-conscious laundry and at-home cleaning, what does that actually mean? Does it mean clean products or what is it like for, what am I trying to say? <laughs> like clean for yeah. the environment. Yeah, you're, you're on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's um well the the product collection came about uh 16 years ago and this was before people really cared about what they were doing their laundry with, right? Mm -hmm. So the the collection was designed specifically to remove dry cleaning from your life. So not having those harsh chemicals, the things that are bad for the environment, you know, ultimately bad for your skin and really, really harmful for your clothing. So all about the, the laundry started to be, to be all about preserving the things that you care about, you know, keeping things in your life longer, not having to throw away the pit stain t-shirt, mm -hmm. you know, um, especially when we're spending more money on these shirts and, and more money on our denim and the everyday clothing that you have to wash, even that you don't even dry clean. Um, so clean, it's kind of like, you know, you said clean, cause a lot of people refer clean beauty, but you know, we're clean, clean in the houseware or in the house cleaning world. So mm -hmm all plant-based, um, highly concentrated. So you don't need a lot of water and you can also use it for hand washing or for the machine and it's super versatile. So all machine types, so all loads, um, and all water types. So like cold water, um, warm water, hot water, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And it's more than just about it's a, it's more than just the product though it's about the method and really understanding how to properly care for your things. Well, I was just going to say I so I was I got the uh, laundress and it's the the one for darks which I've never had a specific yeah. detergent that was for darks or like you know I've like never got right. you know had that luxury of having that. Right. And I used it and my clothes smelled 
so good i was like this is the greatest thing ever and a lot of times when it's a fragrance or like something that smells really good my skin doesn't react too well to it you know so it's always kind of like i have to sacrifice the smell of the fragrance of laundry detergent to have you know whatever clean clothes in my skin to be okay so i was really you know i was a little bit nervous because sometimes when it smells really good my skin's like nope and it didn't do anything yeah. And a lot of the, a lot of the products where you have that really heavy fragrance, um, typically it's synthetic fragrances. Mm-hmm. And also it's really comes down to the ingredients like petrochemicals and, and those will be skin irritants. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, there's allergens to, to different fragrances, depending on the levels of what there's, what's being used. And even with essential oils, like it's not just, you know, people think, oh, fragrance is bad, but you know, essential oils can be very volatile and not great for you if you put it on your skin. That's why you use coconut oil as a barrier when you're using essential oils. I mean, if you think logically um, that way. So what we do is we have a nice blend of every of fragrance, essential oils, a low, no allergen, allergen-free fragrances, and there's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the traditional detergent market has like that heavy, heavy scent that almost doesn't go away. Yeah. You, know? like, you can never wash it out, which yeah. is always a sign that you don't. <laughs> but Becca's right. Like it's, it's really, really nice because I did a whole, I used to use like, just, I didn't even think about it. Like I just buy whatever laundry soap was there mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. And I was struggling chronic, with chronic UTIs. And the, mm-hmm. I was asking a lot of our listeners, like, what do I do? And a lot of people, the biggest thing was don't wash your underwear I mean basically it was don't wash your clothes with these laundry detergents but mm-hmm. the underwear in particular because they're so your your vagina is very sensitive to mm-hmm. these things irritant well yeah your skin gets your skin gets irritated especially when there's you know not to get too specific but there's sweat involved right so a lot of people, a lot of dermatologists will say you can have a reaction like by your bra area or your you know, in a swimsuit, like that's because your, your body chemistry and perspiration are mixing with either what's on your skin, you know, Mm -hmm. from lotions to also your detergent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's really important to be mindful and just, just that alone. So there are a lot of things that we wanted to tackle, you know, something that we, that was right for caring for silk, caring for wool and cashmere Mm -hmm. without having to dry clean because, um, from our textile background, we knew it was really bad for the fibers. Mm-hmm. It actually strips the natural oils and makes our, you know, we love cashmere because of the way it feels. Yeah. And, and you can tell, like, once you dry clean, it kind of loses that luster, kind of loses that original reason why we invest in it and mm-hmm. love the way it feels against our skin. Yeah. Um, we get clients that say they, they love getting into their sheets at night mm-hmm. because it smells so fresh and clean. It's like, it's, it's a, uh, like a comfort thing almost, you know, to have, yeah. to, to have, to use a really nice detergent. Yeah, it really, it is a luxury. <laughs> so how yeah. do people get their hands on it? Okay. So we, well, at the laundress.com, we're actually running a promotion now for my birthday. My birthday is coming up. I, I'm Happy a Leo, Fierce, fiercely a Leo. My <laughs> birthday is July 23rd. Nice. And, um, so we're running a promotion now of 25% off on our site, which I would definitely take advantage of. Um, 
because you'll want to load up on everything. But the so the seven two three, just to kind of nod to my birthday last year, I launched a scent. Um, it's really, really beautiful. It's it's rose and geranium mm. and jasmine, and it's finished off with like nice wood, woody amber notes as well. Um, so we have that in our detergent, our fabric conditioner, and our candle that just came out. So nice. <laughs> Yeah, so definitely the laundress.com is is the best place for you to be looking for for your for stocking up your laundry room. Perfect. Yes, and like seriously. Lindsay just said, for a limited time, you can use the code scrubbing to get 25% off of their laundry solutions and you can experience their noticeably amazing results for yourself. Yeah, thank you for coming on and kind of talking to us because I think that's a topic a lot of people don't realize the importance of what laundry detergent you're using for your your products, your skin. I mean, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people smell something that smells good and use it without even realizing what they're exposing themselves to. So I did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Absolutely. me too. No, it's like it's life changing yeah. because you're. It, it makes the chore of laundry a lot better. You know, it's not even a chore. You actually enjoy it. Yeah. And it's easy. They're all really easy to use. So, well, um, yeah. Thank you for coming thanks. on. And yeah, I hope you have a very me. happy birthday. Yeah, happy oh, early birthday. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, ladies. All right. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Well, The Laundress is celebrating Lindsay's birthday, as we talked about, with a gift for you. So for a limited time, use code scrubbing to get 25% off their laundry solutions and you can experience their noticeably amazing results for yourself. Just go to thelaundress.com and use code scrubbing for 25% off now. Some exclusions may apply. All right. So now we're going to get to... Mark's 50 life lessons from 50 years of life. I don't think he did 50 life lessons. No. I, no. Didn't, I didn't really do any life lessons, but I thought what would be neat, because you love quotes so much, I thought I'd give you like my favorite quotes of my 50 years. That wasn't totally the assignment. I understand, but I'm 50 things, like, can you imagine how boring that would be? Like, all right. Number 33. And okay. Like, so, yeah, for Tanya's, I did 34, and I actually did, I said, things that you've taught me. That's what I started. Like, and then I got to like 15, and I was like, I'm moving on to things that I love about you. <laughs> it's a lot. Like, it's a lot. <laughs> so I respect your decision, Mark, and I would love to hear the Thank quotes. You. And Tanya loves quotes. I yeah. do love quotes. I'm interested to hear what five Are these you your quotes, like things you've said? And are these to live no. life by? Yeah, these are th these are a lot of quotes that I use with my daughters a lot. Okay, okay. Number one. No, let's start with number five. Uh, I don't know if they're in any particular order. Oh, okay. Geez. <laughs> Pick your least favorite and say that one first. Whatever. I'll just give you these. So uh, this one I got I got a bunch of action on this on social media. People like this when I said this on the show. And 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 it's funny if you Google this quote, it's attributed to me. But I didn't make this up, and I don't know where I got it, but I didn't make it up. Anyway, being brave and pretending to be brave are the same thing. Mm. So that's something I tell my daughters quite a bit because it can be yeah. hard to I be love brave. That one. In fact, yeah. the people that are brave, firefighters, soldiers, whatnot, are often just pretending just to get through it. Correct. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Uh, this one Rick Dees used to tell me all the time when I worked with him. You wouldn't worry so much about what others think of you if you realized how seldom they do. Love that. Yeah, it's good. Because 
they're living their lives. They're worried about themselves. They're not worried about what you're wearing, what you're doing, what you're saying. They're, they got their own stuff going on. True, true. The best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is right now. Mm. That one I I've used that one. Much. That one is a, that one's great because you wouldn't believe how much that comes up in in conversation because everyone regrets th things they didn't do when they had the chance to do it. Well, yeah, that would have been great if you'd done that, but you can't change that. So do it now. That's this, your next best option. Yeah. All right. It's growing on me a little yeah. bit. It's going to be number five for me. In the, I didn't in the ask way. you to critique these. <laughs> yeah, this is not a Tanya. What do you think about these? Nope. None of this was that. It was, it was this my is what I've assignment. Learned. Thank you very much. Um, oh, I like this one. This one's too, too bad Easton's not here today because this is a good one for him. Why else are we here if not to live with unreasonable passion for things? Well, it's true. That's Easton in a nutshell, but it's me too. I'm not as open about it as Easton is, but it's me too. My passion for the Milwaukee Brewers is insane and stupid, but it's never going to change. And for Bruce Springsteen and for Saturday Night Live and for the Green Bay Packers. And it's just, it is what it is. And I'm sorry, it can be annoying for those around me and the people I live with, but that's what it is. My birthday gifts last week, every damn one of them had a Brewers logo on it and I couldn't have been happier. That's <laughs> all I want. That's all I need. I'm a simple man. Passions are important and necessary. Agree. Um, when it's all finished, you will discover it was never random. Mm, I love that one. It's a weird one for me, but I like it. No, it's good. And, uh, and this one I've used a lot with my kids. Everything will be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not, not the, the end. end. Yeah. That's very good because I think a lot of people you know, panic of like with anxiety of what's going to happen. And sometimes bad things happen, but it's not the end of the road. Yeah. It's like storms. Storms only, they don't last forever. It's a storm and eventually storm ends. Yes. You're going to get to a place when it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it may not seem like that's ever going to happen, but you will. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of these. Um, I always tell my kids, um, uh, why, why do you want to blend in? You know, cause they're teenage. Well, one's about to be a teenager. One is a teenager and they want to look like everybody else. Look, why do you want to blend in? You were born to stand out. Yeah. I tell my kids that all the time. And that, I can't remember the, it wasn't the last one you said, but the one before it about your passions. Um, yeah. somebody once told me, they said like your passions aren't random. They're your calling. Yes. I love that one. I yeah. do too. Cause it's so true. It's yeah. so true. And, and, and I definitely had that passion for radio growing up for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. I will leave you with those. Those are all really, really great. I love questions. Not Thank disappointed you. about any of them. Thank you. Not that I asked, <laughs> but thank you. You didn't ask, but just nope. because Tanya was critiquing, I was yeah, just I letting like you know that they were all really great. The tree one I needed explaining, and I got the explanation. And I'm going to plant something today. Actually, I'm going to burn It's never too late. Today. That's the message of that one. It's never too late. It's not. Yeah. Hey, we learned today. It's not too late for you to become a millionaire. So It's not. The, like the best time for you to start investing was 20 years ago. I know. But you didn't do that. So the second best time is right now. It all ties in. The Very best true. time for me to start investing was in hand sanitizer and toilet paper of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And I missed it. Me too. <laughs> so now I'm looking for the next big thing. <laughs> Which is? Not sure. We'll keep you posted. Okay, perfect. Um, well, folks... That's all for today. 
That's all, folks. That's all, folks. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We're actually doing a special bonus episode tomorrow. Correct. So I'll be Which, seeing you tomorrow. Oh, my God. That means you're coming over. Yay. That's right. I'll be here. It's exciting. We're excited. Can Yay. you hear it in her voice? How excited she is to come back. <laughs> She's tomorrow. Thrilled, yeah. I just realized that. Um, love you all. Have a great week. No, we'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> and um, yeah, thanks for listening as always. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit we're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.